the respiratory system, movement of air. Functions of the respiratory system include delivering oxygen to tissues and expelling carbon dioxide, filtering and moistening incoming air, maintaining blood pH, assisting in fluid balance, and vocalization. The upper respiratory tract includes all those structures located from the nose to the larynx. These structures warm, filter, and moisten air before it reaches the lungs. No gas exchange is conducted in the upper respiratory tract. The organs of the upper respiratory tract are lined with pseudostratified, ciliated columnar epithelium. The larynx marks the beginning of the lower respiratory tract. At the top of this structure is the cricoid cartilage, the only complete ring of cartilage in the entire respiratory system. The thyroid cartilage is found at the front of the larynx and can be felt near the middle of the throat. The epiglottis is a flap of cartilage that covers the opening to the trachea when food is swallowed and pushed past the larynx. The vocal cords are located within the larynx. They are attached to the arytenoid cartilages and can be tightened or left slack to produce different pitches. The trachea continues from the larynx to the lungs. This tube has C-rings of cartilage that permit expansion of the esophagus behind it as food passes. The trachea branches into the left and right bronchi, which in turn branch into smaller and smaller tubes until they finally reach the respiratory membrane of the lungs. The right lung is shorter and fatter than the left due to the placement of the liver. Also, the right lung has three lobes, while the left has only two. There is a cardiac notch on the left lung where the heart hangs. Both lungs are wrapped in a serous membrane called the pleura. This helps keep the lungs inflated by maintaining a vacuum between the visceral and parietal pleura. Each lobule of the lungs includes a terminal bronchiole, ending in alveolar ducts leading to the alveolar sacs and the respiratory membrane. The thin respiratory membrane is the only area in the entire system where gases are exchanged. Oxygen moves from the alveolar sac to the adjacent capillaries, while carbon dioxide moves from the blood to the air in the alveoli. Cells found within the alveoli include the surfactant-producing septal cells and the dust cells that patrol the membrane for foreign particles. The act of breathing requires muscular contraction and relaxation. Contracting the diaphragm increases the size of the thoracic cavity, decreasing the pressure within the lungs. Air outside the nostrils rushes in to equalize the pressure difference. Larger inhalations can be taken by contracting the intercostal muscles, the scalene muscles, and the sternocleidomastoid muscles. All of these increase the volume of the thoracic cavity. Exhaling requires that the muscles relax so that the cavity volume decreases to its original size. The rate of respiration is set in the brainstem. When breathing, we all exhibit typical lung volumes. Tidal volume is the usual resting breathing volume. Inspiratory reserve volume is that amount of air that can be inhaled beyond a typical tidal inhalation. Expiratory reserve volume is a measure of forced exhalation, 
and vital capacity is the total volume of air that can be pulled into and expelled from the lungs. External respiration is moving air from the alveolar sac to the surrounding pulmonary capillaries. Internal respiration is the exchange of oxygen and carbon dioxide between the blood and the tissues. The movement of each gas is independent, based only on the partial pressure of that particular gas. At the alveoli, oxygen is higher in the air than the blood, so it diffuses into the blood. Carbon dioxide is more concentrated in the blood, causing it to diffuse into the alveolar sac where it is exhaled. Oxygen is primarily carried by hemoglobin. Carbon dioxide, on the other hand, is carried as bicarbonate ions in the plasma. Bicarbonate also serves as a buffer that stabilizes pH in the blood. Respiratory health is vitally important. Some of the more common ailments of this system include sinus infections and ear infections. Constrictive diseases cause the tubules of the lower respiratory tract to close down or constrict. Bronchitis and asthma are examples of constrictive diseases. Obstructive diseases are more difficult to manage, causing permanent lung damage. Emphysema, pneumonia, cystic fibrosis, lung cancer, and tuberculosis are examples of obstructive lung diseases.